Okay, Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS. Congressman Rodney Davis joins us this morning. Rodney, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How's everything going? We're good. Glad to have you with us this morning. What do you think the president's up to with uh, sending folks into Chicago and elsewhere? It's not really clear what... uh, what denomination they are, so far as military branch, what, what do you think is going on here? No, I think it's perfectly clear. A lot of these individuals are part of our Customs and Border Protection uh, Police Forces, and, and they're wearing patches. I, I just don't agree with the assessment that we have anonymous people going into these areas. I think the local the, the, the folks who are creating the chaos in a 15-square-block area in Portland are, and, and they set fire to a federal building last night, uh, that needs to be stopped. The, the mayor who was there with the rioters uh, is clearly not doing his job with the local law enforcement, and we've got to protect federal property. Keep in mind, keep in mind, I just had a conversation with a U.S. Capitol Police officer yesterday where he told me that many of his fellow officers during even peaceful protests here in Washington, D.C., while they were wearing their names on their on their uniforms as required. We're having people come up to them, Google search their name, and threaten to go to their homes and talk about their family. That's a problem that yeah. doesn't get enough attention. That is true, and that's there's all kinds of um, things like that going on right now. The mayor of Portland doesn't seem very popular with the protesters. That They seem to have turned on him. <laughs> that's what you get from people who want to destroy your city. I mean, right? they don't respect any government, and they, they don't certainly don't to. respect a, a mayor who they now view as weaker than them. Well, it's interesting to see what happens. I, I was uh, fascinated by what happened over at uh, Muhammad recently. They had a, a protest over there, and then the protesters turned on the police chief over there and was accusing him of all kinds of things. The city council you know, dismissed all the charges, but uh, it was pretty interesting to see what happens when you try to to play ball with some of these protesters. Some of them are, are there for a legitimate reason, but uh, other times I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that, uh, that people have even decided to put a political litmus test on, on police reforms. Look, we have, yeah. we have bad people in every profession. You know, my profession in, in, in <laughs> politics clearly, uh, you know, has has many bad people, as we saw with the plea deal that ComEd put together and the corruption of yeah. Illinois Democrats. But in the end, the overwhelming majority of our law enforcement personnel do their job and do it right. They treat everybody with respect. And I've seen that. I mean, I had two African-American police officers run toward gunfire so I and my friends could run away from gunfire. That's what they're supposed to do. They're my heroes. I will always stand up for our law enforcement officers. They should never be painted with a broad brush of corruption because of some idiot like Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis. Well, it's interesting to see what's going to happen next with uh, the next coronavirus package. What have you seen in Washington as they start to put this together? Really nothing right now. Uh, Hopefully the Senate's going to put out their version of, of what they call CARES 2. Uh, and I'm glad we'll, we'll at least get a marker laid down. I think we need liability protections for our businesses and our schools and our universities. I mean, could you imagine the devastation on the University of Illinois if 
somebody 10 years from now decided to join a class action suit because somehow they got COVID-19 while they were attending the University of Illinois as a student. Yeah. We need liability protections. We need to protect the taxpayers of Illinois uh, from having to having to deal with this years from now because of greedy trial lawyers. It seems like we've gone lawsuit crazy in this country. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I, I represent Madison County in the southwestern portion of my district. Uh, Sixteen years ago, they were nationally known as one of the judicial hellholes of America because of the class action suits running through that Madison County courthouse. Uh, things have gotten better since then, but it's still a problem. What do you uh, think is going to happen next with uh, President Trump, for example? He's uh, uh, sending troops into uh, uh, various cities across the country. He's having coronavirus hearings again. He seems to be starting to take his uh, reelection bid seriously. Well, he needs to. Uh, <laughs> he clearly uh, has to be on message. He has yeah. to remind the American people that before this pandemic hit, uh, the promises he made and the promises everybody who's ever run for Congress, Republican or Democrat, have made were coming to fruition. Our economy was at historic growth rates. Our unemployment level was at historic 3.5% sustained levels. That's what we've all promised. That's what he promised. Um, and I'm glad when you, you look at Chicago, just a few days ago, uh, Mayor Lightfoot was you know talking about how there's no way we want any federal response coming in here, even though the violence is exponentially growing in the city, and they know exactly where it's at. Well, instead of the political rhetoric and the mayor yelling at the president and the president yelling at the mayor, they sat down and they came up with a solution. Instead of sending Customs and Border Protection agents, they're sending more FBI agents. They're sending more ATF agents. They're sending other police agents to help so that's the way you work in a major city with the administration who wants to help you quell this violence. And Mayor Wheeler in Portland, that guy, gosh, I, I mean, it's all about politics all the time. And now yeah. his base is turned on him because he's not woke enough. <laughs> he's not woke enough. That's right. What, uh, what do you think is going to happen in Chicago? Mayor Lori Lightfoot seems to be taking one stance, and the uh, new, uh, not police chief, I don't remember what the exact title is, but the, the new fellow there seems to be kind of going along with the president, saying we would appreciate any help. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's done on purpose, to be honest with you, David C.W., because Mayor Lightfoot has to project that she doesn't want anything from President Trump because... I think she's calculated politically that that, that helps her. Uh, but her police chief understands after the attacks of a few days ago where you saw a planned attack on a police officers at one of our Chicago parks, that's devastating. Uh, that's when I believe the mayor and also the police superintendent said, okay, we'll do the good cop, bad cop uh, <laughs> scenario, but we need mm -hmm. help. And they came up with a, a solution to get help and, and really – that's what they need in Chicago. And I'm finally glad the mayor, regardless of what she's going to say publicly and the good cop, bad cop uh, act that they have, I'm glad she's finally uh, decided that federal assistance is needed to deal with people who have no respect for any level of government, as we see in Portland. Because in Portland, let's remind ourselves, they took over and are taking over a 15-square-block area in one of our major cities. They tried burning down the federal courthouse 
in a federal building last night. If the locals are not going to stop that, then everybody in America should be concerned if the federal government didn't go in and try and stop that. Congressman, I wanted to go back for just a second to the uh, second stimulus packages being worked on. There's been banter that I've heard that uh, there's some that are wanting to extend the $600 a week bonus for another six months and also offer some incentives for people to even that have jobs to get off of the stimulus package and go back to work, kind of like a, a, a bonus plan if you go back to work. Uh, what's the chances of that, either one of those things getting any traction in this next stimulus package? Uh, well, I, I would like to see some legislative language, to be honest with you. It amazes me, Dave and CW, that we are sitting here at a time where a provision that was once considered a drafting error in a Senate bill is now the Democrats' red line on what they will want and what they will need in, a stim- in another stimulus package. It's frustrating to me because it's a perverse incentive. If anyone can make more money by being on unemployment because of what used to be called a drafting error in, the Senate, in a Senate bill instead of being at work, that doesn't get our economy moving again. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help us reopen. So we've got to reassess that policy and that program because we've got too many mom-and-pop shops that need to survive, and they need to have a workforce that just a few short months ago was, was the most beneficial to the workers in the workforce. Wages were going up, mm-hmm. opportunities were going up, and all of a sudden a pandemic hit. So we've got to do something to change the status quo. We can't have a so-called drafting error be our policy that stops us from getting out of this economic malaise. Okay. Well, Congressman Rondi Davis, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you, guys. Take care. Always great to chat with you. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate that.